Hey, y'all, it's Dr. Reg. Welcome to Quip Proof. Man, I tell you what, I'm sitting here with a fresh cup of coffee, and I'm just really excited to spend time with you. Uh, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it over and over. Listen, if I waste your money, I can help you make more. But if I waste your time, I can never get it back. So just know that Tom and I, anytime we, we podcast or we do a TV show or whatever we do, even if it's just an article, we always want to make sure that when you spend that time with us, it's something that's a benefit. Now, welcome to session two of our three-part series on 15 insights to overcome your fears, doubts, and apprehensions of working on your self-improvement. And this is just the lead-in to uh, an even larger self-improvement series that we'll discuss later. Well, anyway, the first episode, we covered tips one through five. So we're going to cover six through uh, 10 today and got a lot to cover in a short time. Uh, never want to waste yours. So let's just jump right in. Number six, face your fear. Listen, it's hard to face your fear when you feel crippled by the risk of failure. So it's important to remember that no one is perfect. Nothing is perfect. And perfection is unattainable. Yes, you should always strive to be the best you can be. But once you believe that you will, uh, it's okay not to be perfect and that no one else is perfect, you're, you're going to feel freer than you have in years. Listen, we, we put so much pressure on ourselves that's, that's unnecessary. Look, failure is inevitable. But that doesn't mean it's game over. When you fail, you fall, and then you pick yourself up, and you go again. Every failure comes with a lesson, if you learn from it. And, and many times, there's more than one lesson to learn. So you have to think about failure as a learning opportunity rather than the end of the world. I mean, as a fighter, I was always taught that the only time I lose a match is if I don't learn from it. So I always turn my losses, and yes, I had several of them, but I learned from them, so I turned them into lessons. And each time I got better and better. That's the same thing with anything in life. Face it. No failure is the end of the world, even if it feels like it at the time, unless you let it be. As soon as you realize that the power is within you, and it's been there all along, you can start taking responsibility. And, and this comes down to mindset. And if you believe you are worthy, then you will be more likely to do what it takes. You'll be more likely to remember your why. So if there's something that you've been avoiding because of doubt, fear, or apprehension, those three words again, now is the time to act. Now is the time to act. Disrupt your negative thought patterns and take the plunge. Take action. Do it. Start. So now, if, if you're still having a little bit of apprehension, ask yourself, what's the worst thing that could happen if I do this? Because realistically, if you break it down, it 
it's never as bad as it seems. Start by making a list of why you don't think you can do it. And write another list about why you believe you can. On that list of things you can't do, start going through them and ask yourself, well, what is it going to take to scratch this off the list? Go over to the, the reasons you can and, and add, okay, if that's not strong enough already, what do I need to add to this list that's going to get me to get off my butt and take action? Seriously, write it down. Writing it down in itself is going to help you uh, be closer to taking action, to actually start moving forward. Eventually, if you do this, the, the list of why you can do things, it's going to get longer. You know, doubt makes us rationalize things to fit our emotions. It, it, we, we get on this, this train, this, this snowball, either positive or negative. The key is to get on the positive train, to get on the right track. If you're on a snowball, it, it should be this, this, this downhill forward positive motion of rolling to where you want to get, not the uphill grind. Look, we all go through times of, of fearing failing. What are other people going to think? What is it going to, what am I going to feel about it? But get over it. Adult up. You are capable. You can do it. You just need to decide to fight your fear. Listen, the Bible tells us to move forward in faith. Faith. Believe. Trust God. Trust yourself. Fear is the kryptonite to faith. But fear, like any other enemy, you can fight it, you, you can wear it down, you can defeat it. Leads us to number seven. Challenge your inner critic. Those voices in your head, man. Your inner critic plays a major role in doubt and fear. Maybe you see a job listing and you think it sounds like the perfect match for your skills. As soon as you submit your resume, you start to question whether you're capable of filling the role, doing the job. And these voices continue. So by the time you get a call for an interview, you're, you're so filled with doubt and apprehension. It shows. You show up insecure, weak in your positioning, full of doubt. You don't think you have what it takes. Listen, you have what it takes, and you need to correct your inner critic and let it know that it's wrong. Let, let the voices in, the, in your head know that they're not the boss of you, and they don't know everything, and that most of the time, they definitely don't know what they're talking about. The longer you allow yourself to stay stuck in an emotion, or a negative situation, the harder it becomes to escape it. It really does. So the key is to take swift action. As soon as you realize that the voices in your head are, are, are really brainwashing you into negativity and doubt and fear and apprehension, you got to stop it. You got to change the conversation. You got to ignore them. 
So one of the ways you can overcome your inner critic is start by celebrating past success. Listen, I, I, I tell my clients, don't dwell in the past. Don't sit back and just revel and rest on your past successes. But there are times you need to use them. There are times you need to look back. You, you deserve credit for everything you've achieved thus far, and you need to use that as, as motivation for future successes. The, the problem is, is too many people, we, we dwell on our past successes to the point that we never really make more. Listen, you've been through some hard times already. And even though you can't picture it when it's happening, you've always come, come out on top. Listen, you're still here. You're listening to this. When the inevitable uncertainty uncertainty comes your way, you need to reflect on your successes and push the negatives aside. As tempting and as easy as it is to focus on the negatives, you have to shift your focus on what's going on right and use that to help propel yourself forward. If your mind is constantly telling you that you can't do a particular thing, then eventually your behavior's you know, it's going to believe it. And that's why it's it, it's extremely important to challenge this these inner critics, these voices in your head as quickly as possible. You have to learn to recognize when your subconscious thoughts are veering in the wrong direction and you got to do something about it. Look, in the beginning, I, I'm not going to lie, for, for many of you, it's going to take time. But as you do it, you're going to find yourself being able to shut up these voices quicker and quicker, change the conversations from negative to positive. You can't let your inner critic hijack your personal development journey. Do you remember when you're, you were young, when you were a kid, and somebody was telling you something you didn't want to hear, or or you were talking to one of your friends and they didn't want to hear the conversation and they stuck their fingers in their ears and they were going, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear it. No, no, no. I can't hear you. And I'm not paying attention to you. Well, as silly as it sounds, there's times that you have to do that literally to the voices in your own head. Because when you're talking, it automatically shuts up the voices in your head for that brief moment. Now, when you stop talking, it allows those voices to talk. So there are some times you have to change your state. You have to give yourself a pattern interrupt by if you can do it, if you're by yourself and it's not going to embarrass you, start talking out loud. I'm not listening to you. Shut up. Be quiet. I am worthy. I am good. I can do this. Fight back. If they're hollering at you that you can't, holler back at them that you can. I'm serious. It, as stupid as it sounds, it does work. And if you're somewhere where you can't do it out loud, then inside your own head, fight back. Tell yourself. Shut up. I'm not listening to you. I am worthy. I can do this. I will do this. I am doing this. Okay. 
Number eight, failure beats regret. When you feel a twinge of fear at the prospect of failure, there is one certain way to stop it right in its tracks, and that is to remember that regrets are far worse than a failure could ever be. You know, regret is, it goes back to like me wasting your time. Can't get it back. If I waste your time, I'm going to regret it. You're going to regret it. A regret is much worse than a fear, than, than a failure. It, it, it's worse than failing. I mean, because again, if you fail, you learn, you do better. If you don't take action because you're afraid of failure, it's a regret. It's that time you can't get back. Even if you learn from it eventually, golly, it just trust me. Failure is better than regrets. Failing beats regrets, and failing does lead to success. You say things like, I wish that I had, if only I, I should have, I could have. What if? Forget that. Grab hold of, of one of those eyes and flip it on its head and, and take it back to I will. And even better, I am. Because then that leads to I did. And that's more of those successes that you can go back and, and dwell on and remember, hey, I did it then, I can do it now. Now, between the two, one will last far longer than the other. And deep down, you know that failure fades while regret lingers. Like, like I said, regret, man, it lasts. Failures, even if you don't really learn from them, are much shorter in your memory, the, the consequences are much shorter than a regret. So think about both. The failures you have experienced and the regrets that you hold on to. Hey, I've got some regrets. I've got some failures because I, I've done some things and I'm doing some things that, let's, let's just be honest and adults here, I still haven't quite learned my lessons, evidently, because I'm repeating them. Now, that sucks. Here I am. I, I, you know, I, I, I coach people. I get, I get paid to help people quit making mistakes, and yet I'm still human and I make them. And, and I'm, not the, I'm not ashamed to admit it because, again, what did we say? Nobody's perfect. Nothing's perfect. I just, seriously, I... I learn faster than a lot of people, and, and I do have a track record of not making my mistakes over and over and over like many people do, but yeah, I, I still make them, and yes, I do have some regrets. So I can tell you from personal experience, the regrets are a lot worse than my failure. The regrets hurt a lot more. I can also tell you from experience, when I look at my failures, the ones that even I didn't turn into lessons, it's much easier to shrug them off as the regrets are. I, I, can, 
I, you know, I can look at some of the failures as and shrug them off as something that simply wasn't meant to be. It might have been difficult at the time. Yeah, it was disappointing. But, you know, I can look back and say, at least I tried. At least I gave it my best shot. The regrets are the things you never bothered to even try, to put yourself out there, to act on. When, when, you, when you reach the end of your life, you won't be thinking about your failures, but you'll likely go back and consider those regrets. There won't be a what if if you go out and do whatever it is that you're so afraid of failing at. Even if you fail, you're going to learn from it and you're going to do better next time. So it's not going to be a what if, it's going to be when, not what if I tried it, when I try it, not what if I did it, when I do it. So always remember, failing is a lot less painful, a lot shorter and yes, even more beneficial than a regret. Okay, number nine, the root. What is it that you are so afraid of? Do you know? Why are you holding on to those doubts or apprehensions? What is it that is really holding you back? Where does this fear or doubt regarding failure originate? Find the root cause, acknowledge it, and then overcome your fear. Now, everyone has a different way to figure out, but one of the things that helps is to start off by finding a quiet place to relax and think about when you fear or, or, or think about when your fear or doubt actually started, if you can remember. Can, can you remember when the first time you found yourself fearing moving in this direction, taking this action, or when you doubted that you actually could do it. I mean, you sat down and you, you got your goals. You know why you want to do it. And, and it's a strong why. And, and sometimes you get so angry at yourself. I mean, you just want to cry because you're so pissed off at yourself. But yet you've got this fear of, I can't do it. I, I just I, I just can't. What's the real reason? It's important to, to help you figure out why, if you can figure out when it first started happening. What was going on in your life? What happened to you? What series of circumstances did you just have a failure at? What was somebody else telling you? What failure in somebody else's life did you see? This, these things can be important into helping you figure figure out and help you overcome the these fears. I mean, oftentimes we try to put a Band-Aid on a boo-boo. And sometimes you need to put a Band-Aid on a wound. But it's even better if you can go back and figure out how you got that wound and how you can keep yourself from getting wounds like that in the future. And, and sometimes we, we take medicines, whether over-the-counter or prescriptions, just to fight the symptoms. And we just have to continue fighting symptoms. It's better if you can go in and remove the cause, the root of those symptoms. And that's what we're talking about here. Now, what was the reason? For example, 
most people have a fear of public speaking. They, they never re, really go back and figure out why. Maybe it goes back to, let's say, junior high. And you flubbed your lines delivering your an oral report. Maybe it was a book report. It wasn't that big a deal, but at that time, you were facing a, you were 12, you were facing another audience of 12-year-olds, and maybe they laughed at you. They giggled. They snickered. They made faces at you as you slipped up, and you were up there struggling to get back on track. Maybe the, 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 that sound of their snickering, their laughing, those faces they made at you, it stuck with you. It, it scarred you. You didn't know quite how to handle it at 12 years of age. Maybe that stuck with you. Maybe that's why you're one of the roots of why you're afraid of public speaking. It didn't matter that almost everyone else had similar issues. It only mattered because you did. You don't remember snickering or making faces at them. You just remember from your point of view what happened to you. You can, you can only focus on your experience and how awful it felt to be laughed at, how embarrassed you felt, how, how um, insecure it was, how helpless you felt. You know, it, it, and you didn't fail because you did learn something from it. But ask yourself, did you learn enough? Now go back and learn from it today. Yeah, okay, it happened 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, however old you are. But listen, it's better late than never. It's better to go back and learn from that experience now. Turn that failure from 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago into a lesson today. Help it to get over fears you're still having those uncomfortable moments that are holding you back. You know, it might not have been something like that, that example. It could have been getting caught in an elevator breakdown or you almost drowned as a child or some other uh, accident that caused these type of fears you're having today. And they stuck with you. So again, if, if you can go back and pinpoint your earliest experience of when this fear started. Your fear of water, your fear of swimming. When did that start? Who said something? What did you see? What did you experience? Learn from it. Fight the fear. Get in the water. Get on that elevator. Eliminate the root if possible. Because if you can go back, pinpoint the root, eliminate the root, guess what? You're, you're eliminating the fear. If the root's dead, the fear's going to die. It's separated from the root, just like with a plant. You're going to look at life from a different lens, from a different perspective. Listen, you deserve to be the best you possible, and you can't become that version of yourself until you invest in personal development. And in order to truly invest in yourself, you have got to fight that fear. You have got to overcome that fear. You got to do number 10, the last thing we're gonna to cover today. We'll cover uh, 11 through 15 
wrap up this series next episode. But number 10 is eyes on the prize. Once you identify the cause of your fear, the root of it, the fear, the root of your doubt, you can then focus on your goals. Focus. Follow one course until successful. Follow the successful path, the successful course. Until we can fight the fear, until we can move forward, until we can take responsibility, we're following two courses, the negative and the positive. We got to follow one course until successful. And we can only do that by following the positive course course, keeping your eyes on that prize, on the goal. You know your why, you know what you want to do. Now you're doing it. When your mind starts whispering, you can't do this because, then you know you have to recalibrate and tackle some similar tasks that feed your ultimate goal and keep you moving forward. Every time your mind tells you you can't, you have to tell it you can. And then even more importantly, Make your body take action, showing it, proving it, that not only that you can, but that you are, that you will, and that you did. If you want to conquer your fears and doubts, then you have to set up your mind solely on the outcome that you would like to create. You've got to go from PMA, positive mental attitude, to OMA, obsessive mental attitude. The more you focus, the more you obsess on the goal, the prize, the easier it is to eradicate pessimism. Look, avoiding your fears and indulging your doubts only makes it that much scarier. It only uh, stretches things out. By facing it, you get rid of it quicker. It fades quicker. So make your plans and do what it takes to carry them out. Become obsessed. Listen, obsessed is either a good thing or a bad thing, just like the internet. The internet can be used for good or bad. Money can be used for good or bad. Your body can be used for good or bad. Your thoughts can be used for good or bad. You've got to be obsessed with the good. If you look at the most successful people, I don't care whether you're talking about business, athletics, or whatever. If you if you look at the GOAT, the greatest of all time at something, they're not just positive mental attitude people. They're not just, hey, I can do it. You can do it. We can do it. No, they are obsessed with their, with their success. They do not take no for an answer. They do not accept fear as a reason to fail. No matter how fearful they are, they get in the ring and they face their opponent. They get up and they pick up that phone and make that phone call. They show up and make that sales presentation. They show up and let that customer tell them how much they and their product sucks. They face their spouse and admit, hey, I screwed up. But guess what? I'm not going to screw up like that again. They look in the mirror and say, hey, you're not perfect, but guess what? Each day you get closer and closer 
to being the best you can absolutely be. Well, anyway, that's that's six through ten. I, I hope all this is really helping. I know these are things that have been important to Tom and I in our path to continue, grow, and succeed. And I look forward to wrapping this up and moving on to the next series, which is going to help you even further continue your path of self-improvement to bettering yourself. In the meantime, hang tough, stay strong, remain quit-proof. God bless.